1: Welcome to all of our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners wherever you may be in the world today. This is your host, Steve Schallenberger, and we have a special guest with us today. She is a retired career Air Force veteran who served as a public affairs officer and nurse. Her master's degree in nursing and political science frame her practice and perspectives. She's a speaker, a trainer, and a coach. And it was her life's calling to design and lead a never-done-before military outreach program in Ohio in response to 9-11 to educate and engage civilians in support of troops and their families. So welcome, Kathy Gallowitz.
2: Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for having me, Steve. It's great to get to know you, and I appreciate being a guest on your show.
1: Oh, I'm really looking forward to our visit today. It's so timely. In the United States, we have Veterans Day coming up. This is going to be a perfect discussion for that. And it's so relevant. Some of the greatest resources we have in our country would be our military and retired military. So much experience, so much to offer, so much passion. And so we're going to talk about that today. And before we get started, I'd like to tell you a little bit more about Kathy. While not serving in uniform, Lieutenant Kathy lowry Gallowitz established and managed Buckeye Sports and Orthopedic Specialists and was the president of the Pickerington Area Chamber of Commerce. Way to go, Kathy. Thank you. She has firsthand experience hiring veterans, and as the owner of Vanguard Veteran, she equips civilians to become veteran champions. As the Veteran Hiring Concierge, Military Ministry Builder, and Fallen Comrades Ceremony Producer, Kathy serves as the chair of the Arizona Governor's Veterans Service Advisory Commission, the Southwest Veteran Chamber of Commerce Board of Directors, and is the Veteran Hiring Advisor for the Arizona Society of Human Resource Management. Her husband, Ed, is a retired career active-duty soldier with four combat tours. Together, they have six sons, one daughter, and three grandchildren. So let's get into it, Kathy, shall we? You bet. Well, tell us first of all about your background and including any turning points in your life that has had a significant impact on you and what has led you to do what you're doing today.
2: Wow, that's a big question. So I think we should probably start with the turning point of when my active duty father asked me to move from Fairfax, Virginia, to a small island on the North Atlantic, where he was assigned as the commanding officer of a communication station. At that point in my life, I was 16 years old. I had just gotten my driver's license, had my first boyfriend, was completing my gold award for Girl Scouts. I'd lived somewhere for seven years, having been involved in an active duty military family. And that was where I had the strongest sense of belonging, Steve, I had ever known. And frankly, yet to this day, have I had that sense of belonging, which is really important in life, right? I was also a varsity cheerleader. So I had tons of friends. I actually just came back to my 45th high school reunion in Fairfax and Oh, I just felt so connected and it was just such a wonderful experience. Even though I didn't graduate from Fairfax High School, I graduated from a Department of Defense High School in Keflavik, Iceland with a class of 30 people. Okay, that was a turning point for me. My dad, when we left Fairfax said, you know, Kathy, most people don't live like we live in the Northern Virginia area. That's not what most of the world is like. So my eyes were broadened. That was really kind of, for me, the beginning of really appreciating and valuing my country and everything that America has to offer. So another turning point was my divorce. I I left my marriage of 18 years, a difficult marriage. I was married to an orthopedic surgeon. I stayed for all those years because of my Christian values and my military values, thinking it was the right thing to do, but it was not a good place for me. And so that spurred a a, a huge introspective, reflective time and really kind of propelled me in other areas of interest because I'd been in nursing for 20 plus years and I wanted to try different things. I've always been very curious, had lots of interest. And so I moved into public affairs through the public affairs piece after working in a chamber of commerce. And having been an award-winning business owner, because my first husband and I set up Buckeye Sports and Orthopedic Specialists, I had the opportunity to develop this outreach office. And so everything aligned for me then, Steve, you know, my personal life experience with uh, being an active duty person, my own experience as an Air Force officer my academic experience in in nursing and caring for people, as well as my understanding of politics and administration. Anyway, it just all aligned as this public affairs officer project, building the outreach office in response to 9-11. And I saw firsthand how much citizens really love to serve their military. There was so much pride and satisfaction, if not even really joy. I mean, that's a strong word, but I really think that it just really enriched the lives of the veteran champions that I met. And so, with a little bit of encouragement and knowledge and frankly, appreciation, civilians can do so much more if given a little, just a little bit of support and some specific guidance.
1: Always amazed how. You know, our life experiences sometimes just really inform as we listen of where we want to go and where we might end up that we would have never expected we'd be there, and Absolutely. you know, put you into a pathway where uniquely you can make a difference. And and so, congratulations on that. I love that background.
2: Well, and I think another turning point was moving from Ohio after twenty five years to Arizona for. Uh, I've been here now for three. And being immersed in, if you will, an even more f- veteran-friendly ecosystem. And because when I was in Ohio, and it's a great state, and you know they have 800,000 veterans, and we've got a lot of great things going on in Ohio. But in Arizona, with 500,000 veterans, there is a huge community collaborative. And ideas that I would have had in Ohio that I would have liked to have implemented were already in place, many of them in Arizona. It's really exciting to have a voice and and be a part of even making it a more veteran-friendly, if not veteran-ready state.
1: Well, great. And of course, as you know from our visit before we started this podcast today, veterans have a real soft spot in my life. Not only do I have uncles and aunts and grandparents that were veterans uh, but we have two sons who are F-16 pilots and served uh, their country in the Air Force and defending liberty and everything that we hold so precious. It's a big deal.
2: You are truly a veteran champion, Steve. You you get it firsthand. You understand how military s- service shapes us. And the frankly, the investment that our country makes in developing these fine men and women to really be at their best all the time because we need them to be, right? What do we do with all that investment once they take off the uniform? That's where my life's calling is, is to help our service members transition all the way home through the support of our citizenry.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm just thinking about my cousin Charles who served in the Army as a career And all of the really sophisticated things that he did, people that he led, Mm. systems that he managed, have him come home and hear about some of the challenges in the transition that aren't easy, some of the memories that, that they have to work through. And let's start, you mentioned the word veteran champion. How do you define a veteran champion? Because there's a lot of listeners here today, I expect really would like to be a veteran champion. What does that mean?
2: It is someone who has never worn the uniform, but creates mutually activities and services that promote quality of life, workforce, and community. And so no action is too small. You, You are a veteran champion just by getting this information out, right? That's a big deal, okay? You are a veteran champion by if you will, mowing somebody's lawn who, you know, has a deployed service member. The range of possibilities are endless. There's there's no one way to do this. But the idea is, especially for, you know, let's take into consideration your your sons who have gone off, moved a lot. And so when they decide it's time to develop some roots and be stationary for a while and take off their uniform, regardless of where they go, especially if they go back home, Right. Most of their support systems have shifted. And yet where do the best things in life come from, Steve? They come from strong local relationships and reputation. Word of mouth recommendation for a job is, is everything because, you know, it's a, it's a trusted lead and you vouching for somebody. Well, those things are tough to come by when you've been moving around the world every two to three years, right? And I've heard military transition described probably by maybe a more junior enlisted person, but it doesn't matter. We all kind of feel this way. Research shows that 55% of Iraq and Afghanistan veterans feel disconnected from mainstream America. Or said another way, the Bush Institute reports that about 84% of the current era veterans feel like America doesn't understand them. And so the statement that this gentleman made was, when I took off my uniform, I came home. I felt like I was in a foreign country with a foreign language and customs that I didn't understand. And it's very real. It's very real.
1: What can everyday citizens do to be a veterans champion?
2: Very good. So first off, is consider what you say to people who wear the uniform or those who recently or, or ever have worn, worn the uniform. If it's a Vietnam veteran it's appropriate to say welcome home and thank you. They so treasure that. It's so important for our Vietnam veterans. Please take every opportunity to do that. And they're easy to spot most of the time because they wear baseball caps, right? Okay, (laughs) the the other thing you can say is thank you for your service. But really, we all need to go beyond thank you for your service. And so that's the title of my book. Maybe we can talk about that in a minute. But the other thing that's warmly received is thank you for your service and sacrifice. Some veterans, you know, there's some discussion about how thank you for your service might be a little bit superficial. You know, it depends on how you deliver it, right? Your your body language, your intonation, and that sort of thing. I gave a presentation for a large corporation recently just on that topic, Steve, because some of their veterans were a little uncomfortable hearing thank you for your service. And then uh, another podcast host, her name is Kat, a veteran, said, what about this? What about saying, thank you for wearing the uniform? Wow, that says it all, if you ask me, because wearing the uniform encompasses so much more that's very meaty and means a lot to the recipient. Okay, so what you say matters and how you say it, first of all. The other key component of being a, a, a solid veteran champion is to get to know the veteran as an individual, okay? Offering them, paying for a meal is so nice. But if you have an opportunity to knock on someone's door, get to know them, invite them for coffee, connect them to the community socially, professionally, in any way possible, that's great. But, you know, employers are just so well-suited to be veteran champions, to, to really understand how to hire and to retain that talent makes such a big difference in that veteran's quality of life. In return, the employer gets a loyal, disciplined, team player leader who's tech savvy and shows up to work on time, you know, in most cases, in most cases. So the veteran champion idea is a mutually beneficial idea. The citizen gets to know the veteran and the veteran helps the citizen, basically. And so that can be done as a neighbor because I believe you've seen it. I'm sure when your, when your sons come home, the pride on your face, when you're introducing your sons to your friends and your sons are telling your friends about what they do, your friends benefit a lot from your son's life experiences and their stories, right? I contend that it's a win-win. If you build a relationship with your neighbor veteran, it's a win-win. Certainly if you hire them. But I also think it's a win-win when faith communities develop military ministries to build friendship, support, sense of belonging, because the church is serving the veteran community in a meaningful way. And I believe, I believe that by fostering these connectivity and this encouragement and friendship and hope that military ministries curb veteran suicide. So there's all kinds of ways to be a veteran champion. I could talk about this for hours. Okay, well, great. Now,
1: uh, you talk about your book, Beyond Thank You. I'd love to hear more about that. You just talked about it a little bit here. Okay. But I'd like to go to Beyond Thank You is how do you find veterans that may be available or interested or looking for work, and how do you interview them?
2: So let's start with the book, if you, if, if I may. Yeah. The title is Beyond Thank You for Your Service, The Veteran Champion Handbook for Civilians. It's on Amazon. This book is chock full of practical suggestions for any citizen to help them understand how they can be more supportive. Certainly, we, I talk about military culture, about how military, how the military influenced everything about me, how I came to this belief that, you know, veteran champions are so important. But there's five or six different chapters and we, and in it, employers, lawyers, healthcare providers, educators, clergy, and leaders of communities, elected officials, every one of those different groups is given practical suggestions, easy to do suggestions in most cases. Now, a Supreme Court justice has a bigger platform than mm-hmm. a neighbor in a community, right?
0: Sure. But
2: just different ways you can really make substitute. you can go beyond thank you for your service, okay? So does that answer the question about the book? Yeah, good. Excellent. Good. So let's go on now to how an employer can be a veteran champion. And you specifically said, Steve, how do you how do you interview them, right?
1: How do you find them and interview them?
2: All right. So let's start with finding. Well the good news is the Department of Labor just reported that for the seventh month in a row, veteran unemployment has been below three percent the first time in 20 years. And I follow those unemployment figures and based on my review, veteran unemployment is consistently lower than unemployment for civilians. So it's true that America is recruiting veterans in record numbers. Why? Because they understand the business case for doing it. It's not oh because, you know, it's it's not a goodwill gesture. There's a, a greater understanding. Probably the most understanding in at least 20 years, maybe in the lifetime of our country, I don't know. I mean, after World War II, the World War II veterans really kind of rebuilt America. But since World War II, I'd say that corporations really understand the, the business case for hiring. So the good news is this talent pool is in hot demand. The bad news is you gotta be smart about it. You've gotta cultivate a proactive veteran talent pipeline, and you need relationships with the organizations and with the service providers that can give you access to that talent. And the idea is to find a couple, maybe even one veteran in your local community have a culture that supports culture and a process that supports that veteran hire. And then guess what? I've had a construction company tell me that it worked great for them in Ohio. That veteran started bringing in their fellow military members because it was a in-person by name, trusted referral. And the construction company ended up having more and more veterans to hire. So there are national and local, government, nonprofit, all kinds of ways to access veteran talent. I actually sell directories on my website for either national or primarily the local ones in are in Arizona or in central Arizona and central Ohio. But generally, you know, getting involvement in the veteran community, attending your veteran community events. I call that, you know, distinguishing the company as veteran friendly so that they know about you wearing your company T-shirt. Many companies will enter Veterans Day parades with their veteran veteran employees. There's just all kinds of ways to get yourself known in the veteran community and build trusting relationships. So it takes a little bit of time, a little bit of planning. But the payoff is big. The payoff is big. And then real quick about interviewing, it's behavioral questions, situational questions. You know, in this case, how did you do this? Tell me about, you know, how you responded to that. But what I help employers understand is kind of what response you might expect from a veteran interviewee and how to help that veteran feel comfortable, how to use military skills translators to know how to prepare for that interview just build a rapport with the veteran because in many cases, you know, like your sons, again, I don't know how long they've served, but in some cases, some veterans have never had a civilian job interview. And so they're very uncomfortable.
1: Okay. So uh, these are really helpful ideas and thoughts. And so once we hire a veteran, what are some key retention ideas Ways that work for the military population. So, how do you make that initial connect? You make the hire, and how do you make it work? Are there some things we should be aware of?
2: Yes, sir. One of the primary things, if, if it's a larger company and you have a corporate citizenship or a corporate social responsibility program, it's really key for large corporations to align their external activities with their brand. First of all. But if you want to hire more veterans and you want to keep your veterans being involved outside the organization in the veteran community has been found to be a retention tactic. Why? Because you're walking the talk. You're just not talking the talk. Man, if those, if those current veteran hires see that you're serving the veteran community, that gives the current veteran employee a lot of satisfaction and appreciation for their employer, okay? So how do you do that, Kathy? Okay, there's philanthropy and volunteer hours and sustainability. And so it doesn't really apply to sustainability so much, but those are usually the three components of a corporate citizenship program. So philanthropic, if you're donating money to local veteran causes or events, that would be wonderful. Or if you're encouraging any of your teammates to volunteer in veteran community projects, wear your T-shirt, get the company brand out there. Not only is it great fun for the the employee that's volunteering, but it sends a very powerful message to your veteran teammates that you already have working for you.
1: What a great subject. Oh, my goodness. This is amazing. (laughs) They're such an important part of our population and such a valuable asset. I'm always a little bit in shock of how fast these interviews go. And we're at the end of our interview. We are. We are. So any final tips that you would like to leave with our listeners today?
2: I encourage you to read the book to jumpstart your knowledge about how to be a veteran champion, especially for an employer. If you're an employer listening, I have a veteran ready assessment quiz on my website at VanguardVeteran.com under Veteran Hiring Concierge. Just take a peek at it. See what you might be doing well, what opportunities you might have for growth. I would love to come alongside you and offer you a a 30-minute free consultation to see where you are on that, answer your questions, and and see how we can help you strengthen your workforce by leveraging the talents that veterans have have learned in the military and and really, really want to bring to the civilian workplace and, and do a great job for you. I can be reached at Kathy with a K at vanguardveteran.com or my website is vanguardveteran.com. Thank you for your interest in this topic, Steve. Congratulations on raising two fine men who've gone out to serve and defend freedom. And thank you for being a veteran champion. And I really look forward to chatting with any of your listeners who would like to do more in meaningful ways. To serve those who have done so much for us.
1: Well, thank you, Kathy. Thank you for being a veteran. Thanks for wearing the uniform.
2: Thank you. It was indeed my pleasure. And seriously, it was.
1: I love going through the whenever I'm traveling or see our armed forces in uniform, I love going up to them and talking with them and expressing gratitude.
2: And then continuing to have a conversation, right? And just, you know, really being sincere in your interest and asking, you know, just kind of open-ended, easy, soft questions and letting them take the conversation where it will. They Most veterans are pretty receptive to that, but they can sense your sincerity. So just be genuine and authentic and, and see what happens. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, listen, it's been fun visiting today and so educational, so informational and inspirational. So thank you, Kathy.
2: Thank you. I appreciate your time.
1: Well, we wish you the best in all that you're doing. And, and thanks to each one of our listeners for participating. Your interest, your humility about learning, your desire to make a difference is so encouraging in today's world. So way to go. And this is Steve Schallenberger, your host, wishing you the best today and always.
0: Thank you for listening to the Becoming Your Best podcast. If there was something in this podcast that you felt would be helpful for a family member, a friend, or even a coworker, we invite you to share this podcast with them now while you're thinking about it. Also, remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Now, for additional resources and tools, such as how to join our monthly peak performance coaching program, or how to get certified as a trainer or coach, or schedule a workshop or keynote, you can visit our website at becomingyourbest.com. We're here to provide you and your team with the resources, tools, and content to achieve your greatest potential. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day and a great week.